Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Monday, July 10th, 2023 in the Gregorian calendar and the 21st of Tammuz, 5783 in the Hebrew calendar. After podcast production, I am running off to host the Sunset Series, which is my program that I host with my organization called Tribe Tel Aviv, to service the international community of Tel Aviv. Tonight, we are having a talk on artificial intelligence and if it will benefit or hurt humankind moving forward. And that talk is being given by artificial intelligence expert and data scientist Segev Arbiv. We are very excited for this talk. Now, let's get to the news. The Knesset is voting on a bill late tonight that is called the Reasonableness Standard Bill. The idea of it is to restrict the court's evaluation of lawmakers' decisions. You see, Israel does not have a constitution. It was never drawn up during the country's initial years, and now the Supreme Court is left to decide on things based on whether it's reasonable or unreasonable in their eyes instead of being able to work off of a constitutional document. Now, this can be seen in two ways. Some people say that it gives the court too much power, and some people say that, in fact, the government needs to be checked by the court based on whether what the government wants to move ahead with is reasonable or not reasonable according to the court systems. Protests are planned to erupt around the country in response to the bill's potential passage as many people do not want to see changes to the judicial system and fear that changes will offset the court's power and ultimately create a lack of checks and balances, giving too much space to the Knesset. Major employers and academic institutions are supporting the protests and giving their employees and students a day off so that they can protest freely without repercussion or without having to miss anything. It is being called the Day of Resistance. U.S. President Joe Biden is essentially suggesting that Prime Minister Netanyahu has not been invited to the White House yet due to him taking issue with Netanyahu's administration and the fact that that administration is the supporting and pushing factor for the judicial reform. He told CNN in an interview on Sunday that the current government is one of the most extreme in 50 years, saying he's been a witness since Golda Meir was the prime minister. Meir served as Israel's fourth prime minister and the only female prime minister in its entire 75 years of existence. She was on in between 1969 and 1974. In fact, there's a film coming out about her called Golda, and it's about her life. American actress Helen Mirren is playing her on screen, and there is a screening for press on Thursday, which I've been invited to. I'm very excited about this. It is going to be a showing of the film, and there are going to be great guests in attendance, Helen Mirren herself and the president of Israel. So I'm very excited for that. 
180,000 protesters are expected to show up for this day of resistance, as many believe the government is making undemocratic decisions. Protesters also rallied in support of Tel Aviv District Head of Police Amichai Eshed, who's announcing his resignation and says that it's because he doesn't feel welcomed on the force as politicians are not a fan of his soft approach to rioters as he was managing security for previous demonstrations regarding the judicial reform, and he feels that the authorities around him are slowly pushing him down and pushing him out. In fact, he was even demoted, and he chose not to show up to the ceremony in which he was going to be demoted. In Israel, there are shopping centers called BIG, that's B-I-G, BIG centers, and they say that owners of stores who are on their property will not have to pay rent on Tuesday if they close their stores in participation of the protest. They're trying to support those who would like to protest. I'm going to read you a brief section of their statement. There are tenants in the centers who have asked to remain open and Big will respect their wishes and will not prevent them from doing so. In order to engage tenants to participate in the strike, stores that will join the shutdown of the centers tomorrow will not pay rent for that day, end quote. Now, that's just a little bit of color to show you the kind of momentum we can expect for tomorrow. While the Knesset aims to have the bill passed into law before summer recess at the end of July, protesters are avidly trying to prevent it. Those trying to pass the bill expect to get it done through its first reading tonight and say after that they're going to push for the second and third readings to happen fairly immediately in order to get this done as soon as possible. Thank you to all of you for your interest in Israeli affairs. Israeli politics are world politics. I also want to thank all of you who personally finance and fund the Israel Daily News podcast with monthly contributions. I would not be able to do this without your support. I wouldn't be able to get up and write and do the news and do it every day. I've been doing this show for more than three years now. That's right. And it is a big deal. Head over to anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News so that you can send a monthly contribution as well if you would like to see us continue our work. I'm also calling on interested listeners to join us for the Israel Daily News Roundtable where specific listeners who would like to join us, who are interested in joining us, are coming over on a monthly basis in Zoom to talk about the news. Next week, you'll all have the opportunity to meet and ask questions to a guest speaker that I'm bringing into our roundtable. His name is Yaniv Roznai, and he is going to join us in our second installment of the Israel Daily News Roundtable. He is a professor and vice dean at Reichman University in Herzliya. He has a big reputation. In fact, last night I was at an event at the Norwegian ambassador's residence, and I met someone who is an avid listener of my show, and he mentioned that I'm bringing him into the roundtable and said that it was a big deal. He was really excited that his name caught his ear. Professor Rosnai is making big changes in Israel's political and legislative landscape, and that he does so with such eloquence, in addition to just being able to express big ideas in simple sentences. And that is exactly why I'm bringing him in. If you want to have an opportunity to meet this change maker in Israel, Israel, I recommend that you sign up on patreon.com backslash Shanna Fold. Sign up for that and you'll be granted access to join us on our Zoom. 
And that is going to happen next week. So Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash Shanna Fold. My name has two N's in it. Aside from sending over monthly contributions and joining us for our roundtable, you can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Two, you can share the show with a friend. And three, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at IsraelDaily.News as well as Shanna Fold. My name has two N's in it and I'm very sensitive about that. You can also find us on Twitter at Israel Podcast. Morel Moise Nikar is getting awarded at a ceremony today, so that's Monday, that the Israel police is putting on. Nikar is the man who killed a terrorist during an attack on his community just three weeks ago in the West Bank city of Eli. He faced the Palestinian man who killed four Israelis. He and the attacker exchanged gunfire until Nikar was able to neutralize him. However, Nikar did come out injured with a bullet in his leg and shoulder. Pictures of him show that he is in a wheelchair now. Nikar says he looked the terrorist in his eyes and fired 10 rounds at him. The terrorist fell to the ground but continued to move around and reach for his weapon during this time. The accomplice smiled at Nikar as he jumped into the getaway vehicle and then drove off after all of these people were dead. Kol HaKavod and congratulations on this well-deserved honor for saving lives and people who could have been next had that terrorist continued on his shooting rampage in the city of Eli. We did not and do not need any more people dead. So Kol HaKavod, Morel Moise Nikar on your special award. Mozart's Requiem will end the opera season with a new interpretation led by director Shirit Lee Weiss and lighting designer Nadav Barnea. The performance explores mourning rituals and grief from a Jewish viewpoint while working with the Christian texts behind the music. The finale will highlight a dark stage with no spotlights and light will come from the performers and objects. Mozart's Requiem will be performed from Tuesday, July 18th at 7.30 p.m. to Sunday, July 23rd at 9 p.m. It's in Latin with Hebrew and English subtitles and is being shown at the Israeli Opera in Tel Aviv at 19 Sha'ol HaMelech Street, which is just next to the Tel Aviv Museum of Art. If you go, let me know. I'm very interested. Or perhaps I'll have to get some press passes and go check it out for the Israel Daily News podcast. I am interested in that. I am going to check that out. All right. Well, that is it for today's show. Today is Monday, July 10th, 2023. Tel Aviv has a low of 24 degrees Celsius and a high of 30 degrees. That's 75 degrees Fahrenheit for the low going up to 86 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. Of course, I always put in a few notes. For example, last night I talked about the fun farewell party for the ambassador from Norway to Israel that I attended. I got invited because one of the senior aides at the Embassy of Norway is a big listener of the show and started to invite me to their events, and and that's really nice. That newsletter went out last night. If you want a copy of it, you can always get in touch. My email address is shanafold at gmail.com. 
and I can send that over to you or you can just sign up for the next one at israeldaily.news. A big thank you goes out to my interns Maya Goodman and Dylan Jaffe for writing some daily news scripts and thanks so much to our social media director Michelle Milner. I'll send you off today with a song called Cheery Beam by Erica Crawl. Enjoy this talented Israeli DJ. Have a great and productive day and an excellent week everyone. <laughs>